Okay, so your boy is going to intro us today. Yeah, Felipe the Inseminator, he was just begging right. to intro the show. So, I, right. you know, I gave in. Well, you guys do that. I'll go to the restroom in the meantime. Sure. All right. I'll be right back. Cool. Okay. Stand by, everybody. Okay. Okay. Recording. Okay. okay. okay we're rolling. Go ahead whenever you're ready. Hello, this Felipe, and you are listening to the Priority Society. No, 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 no. Felipe, stop, stop, stop. Felipe, the word is priory, okay? okay like okay, a church, okay, an okay. abbey, a monastery. Okay, okay, priory Society. You know this. You've heard it before. Okay, very good. Okay. All right. Well, okay, we'll fix it and try it again. Show me your titties. No, just okay. focus on the intro to the show. Fuck or shit. Okay, go ahead. Hello, this Felipe. You know what? Okay, stop, stop, stop. stop. Felipe, Felipe, you don't have to say your name, dude. In fact, I prefer if you didn't say your name at all. Just say the following. You're listening to the Priory Society podcast. And why did you bring this entire drum kit to the studio? I mean, what is all this, it dude? Is, it is. You say I do the intro to the show. Well, yeah, but you don't need I this. I do every intro dude. to every show. Fine. No drums. All right, just no drums. All I need is a voiceover, just your voice. So please just intro the program so we can start the podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. Stand by. Stand by. Recording. Okay, we're rolling. Felipe, go ahead whenever you're ready. Dude, what the fuck is that noise? I'm drinking some milk. That make a lot of gum. Okay. Easy. I take a sedenta pill. Okay, you know what? You're done. All I need is a voiceover. Just a voiceover. You understand? Okay. Just please intro the program so we can start the podcast. Maybe if I drink some of my milk. You and your milk. I don't think it helps. Go ahead whenever you're ready. You are listening to the Priority Society. By the way, this Felipe, the Inseminating. <laughs> Welcome to the show. <laughs> All right, sexies, you demanded it and the wait is over. In this three-part series, you will finally learn how to set up your swinger playroom for success. This episode is part one, and we will show you how to transform your swinger playroom into a sensual sanctuary that inspires your guests to get naked. These tips also apply to your hotel room at places like Desire Resorts Mexico, Hedonism in Jamaica, and at Lifestyle Takeover events. We'll even share tips on how to secretly rig your bedroom at home so that your family doesn't suspect anything. Our podcast listeners have started to alter their hotel rooms, and they are reporting massive success on playdates. Our people don't rely on a single red light bulb to create a sexy environment. There's nothing wrong with having one colored light bulb. It's better than nothing. But do you really want to be known as somebody that does as little as possible? I don't think so. Stand by, sexies. You're about to find out how to create a sensual environment that will make your transitions to sexy play easier than ever before. And it all fits in a small tote bag. Welcome to the Priory Society. This sexy lifestyle podcast is for sexually open-minded people. Our listeners want to explore their sexual fantasies and desires by participating in the swinging lifestyle. This show is designed to chronicle our journey and experiences. We are not therapists and we do not give medical or professional advice. We broadcast for entertainment purposes only. This podcast contains explicit language and is intended for mature audiences. 
Welcome back home to the Priory Society podcast. This is Isis, and I'm in the studio with my sexy husband, Eros. Welcome back, everybody. Good mm. to have you here again. Yeah, cheers, baby. Cheers, sweetie. Mm. And tell them when you're done what we have here. I poured a Michter's bourbon. It's a 10-year single barrel. Oh, really good stuff. I like it. It's better than Elijah Craig. <laughs> Uncle Elijah, is that you? <laughs> we made fun of that in the past episode because uh, Elijah Craig <laughs> is basically the godfather of bourbon. Yes. He was also a minister. Uh-huh. So I like to imagine that he would get drunk and go to the wrong house, into the wrong bed right? with the wrong woman. <laughs> like I do it. Right? <laughs> like all Mexican guys do it. In typical Mexican fashion, yes. Yeah, like the Sancho. Oh. Right? Tell him what Sancho means. <laughs> oh. Sancho is the word for the other man. Yeah. Right? So he has to sneak into the bedroom. Yeah. You know? Sancho, and that's why during Christmas time, I become Sancho Claus. Yeah. <laughs> Sancho Claus. <laughs> that's a now, great costume. But the essential sanctuary is a great topic. We've seen a lot of rooms that are just disaster zones. <laughs> and no, they're bad, man. Yeah, that's people true. People need a lot of help. That's true. But hold what on. We- I want to know, why didn't you say anything in Spanish this time? While I was doing the intro, you usually blurt something stupid in Spanish and kind of interrupt my flow. But you didn't call me my Mexican husband. Okay. Right? You're right. You're I had, right. <laughs> I had no reason to prove my nationality. Ah. <laughs> so if I would have said, I'm here with my Mexican husband, Eros, you would have said something in yeah, Spanish yeah. then. Okay. Yeah. I would have become very Mexican. Oh. And I would have spoken Spanish. That <laughs> uh, makes sense. Right? More okay. drunk, aggressive, yeah. and macho. Dang. <laughs> Dude, listen to the past episodes. It's only when you specify that I'm your Mexican husband, right? When you uh-huh. say that. Yes, I do. That's when I get inspired, man. I say stupid shit. Okay. In Spanish. Okay, so do you want to yeah. say something in Spanish now? Do you want me to start over? No, I do. No? No, 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 no. Let's get to it. This is a serious topic. Sensual sanctuary? Yeah. I have a lot to talk about. Oh. And we have my bullet points, dude. You have Definitely. yours? Yep. We're going to do this. Very good. It's a real issue. Seriously. People yeah. are going to become more effective when they start setting up their rooms for success. Absolutely. And what we teach, this stuff is like deep psychology, mm-hmm. but we're going to keep it easy. Sure. We're going to keep it surfacey and light so that they can understand it. Okay, then let's begin with the main topic. Let's do right? salute. Ah, salute, mi amor. Orale, mm. Mm. Let me get all fucked up in here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm happy to be in the studio with my Mexican husband, Eros. Yeah. Hola, mi amor. ¿Cómo te va? No, dude. No, es que te quiero mucho, mi vida. I know what you're doing, all right? No, dude, no mi amor. Mira. Get to the bullet points. Aquí tienes tu whiscacho, tómale. Mi whiscacho. Oh, yeah. Sí. My, how do you say mictors in Spanish? Uy, mira, eres bien guapo y fuerte. No, it's a trap, dude. Mira los músculos. Yeah. Uy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mira, me siento bien naco, güey. <laughs> ¿Estás <Okay>. naco? No way. <laughs> Salud. Okay. Dude, tell them uh, what naco means. Dude. No, but first drink. Okay. <laughs> tell them what naco means. <laughs> oh, naco is a word used to describe like a typical dark Mexican man, right? Yeah, like me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nacos are they're also considered to be less educated than the rest of society. So like me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is true, Aww. dude. Look at my face. I see it. Do yeah. I have a cactus on my forehead? <laughs> no, you don't. That's not true. <laughs> you know what? I look oh. like I work at a Mexican swingers timeshare resort. Maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, naco is the equivalent oh. of the N-word for black dudes. Right. Naco, yeah. Yeah. It's not even derogatory. Like, um, mm-hmm. 
a lot of friends use it with each other. Yes. Hey, you want to go to that club in that part of town? That part of town? I don't want to go to that part of town. It is be a knock-go way, like, mm, right? Yeah, like when you guys are messing with each other. It's like saying, do your ghetto, bro. Right. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. So it's like a friendly thing. It's not even a, a bad thing necessarily, but it's funny. Yeah, well, I thought it was funny when I first heard it, you know, knock-go. I use I it mean, to my advantage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look like a real Mexican guy. Uh huh. Of Dude, course. Some white girls love Latinos. Ooh, that's what I'm saying. Oh, they love my boo. That's what I'm saying. I know that, dude. I love them. Yeah, <laughs> and they love you back. Do you remember the last time we were in Vegas at the Bellagio? Yeah. At the Petrosian Bar. Yeah, yeah. You know, having drinks with that couple, and dude. She was little weirita, dude. Oh, super cute, pretty white girl. I know. And she, she had was the white saying, girl foot too. She did. <laughs> she was saying, "Oh, I love Latino men." Yeah. But she kept on and on. I love their dark skin tone. I love yeah. that they're darker than me. The skin contrast. Oh, it just she was me good, nuts. dude. I liked her too. Oh yeah. She looked good, man. She's cute. I would have played with her. <laughs> I would have played my favorite game. Uh huh. Pin the penis on the pussy. Oh. <laughs> Actually, yes. I don't want to piss off all of the podcasters. Right. Right. <laughs> so let me change it. All right. I would oh. like to play pin the peen on the poon. Dang. Right? <laughs> so. to be politically correct. <laughs> right. Well, if you're a new listener, my husband Eros is describing the game. He called, you know, pin the penis on the pussy yeah, that he's one. mentioned in several, several episodes. episodes. <laughs> and when we're not recording, I say it all the time. Oh, yeah, you do. It basically means that he would have fucked her, right? I was. Oh, damn it. I wanted you to. Oh, I would have totally done it, man. Mm-hmm. And we had a sensual sanctuary set up at the Bellagio. Yeah, we we did to, our room up real good. To taking her upstairs. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We had a fountain view. Well, usually we have a fountain view. It was a great room. If, if there's ever a... A time that they give us a room facing the freeway, uh-huh. which they call a mountain view. Yeah. <laughs> no way, no. dude. We need to face the fountain. Exactly. Even though it gets old after a few songs yeah, of watching the dancing fountains. Yeah. So yeah. she was really hot and oh, yeah. into you, but I oh, gave yeah. the guy the thumbs down. Well, you do that a lot. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Sorry. If, if I like the chick, you don't even care about that. You're not willing to take one for the team. Dang. Dude. Well, dude, the vibe wasn't there. I mean, he had like no sense of humor. He was being super quiet. Something was off about his energy. Yeah. I, I mean, it's too bad. It, it really is because, you know what? I would have been totally fine with you taking her up to the room, just the two of you. Damn. What Honestly. would you have done, though? Like just stayed there with him at the Petrosian? Maybe. I would have hit the casino floor or, you know, yeah, I would have hung out with him. I would have had to hang out with him. I don't know if they were him. there. No, they I were, know. I don't think they were quite there yet. I think yeah. they were newer and they needed to be in action together. Yeah. And I think part of the issue was that she was so into you, obviously, leaning yeah. on you. Oh, she was putting, touching me. Yeah. Hand on your chest, on your arm, on your leg. Oh, yeah. She would take selfies and shit. Yeah, exactly. Seriously. I know. So I think he was abreacting to that a little bit. But Yeah. But we had our room all set up, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, we're ready for it. Yeah. And um, hey, we didn't hit it off. That's fine. Fuck it. I know. So we didn't hit it off with that couple. And that's fine because we set the room up for us so we can enjoy it. We do it for us. And that's something you guys are going to learn here today. Mm -hmm. You're setting up the room for your advantage because we're going to talk about in just a moment that you're going to use this room setup with all the lights and everything. Yep. You're going to be able to take your own boudoir photography. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Boudoir. Yeah. Boudoir photography. You know, the, the artsy type, you know, the fucking... You go to Desire and they uh-huh. lay you on your belly <laughs> and then they they put your thong right. in your heel yes. and they stretch it. Right. And it's like a trip hazard. Oh, yeah. I, I get freaked out when I see that. I'm like, dude, if she walks, takes one step, she's going to eat shit. Oh, I know. Because the thong is being lifted by the bent foot in the heel, right? Correct. And sure, it's sexy, but it's like, come on. 
You do your own pictures. You sure. just need some great lighting. I know. And the Sensual Sanctuary lighting is amazing for that. Definitely. And we're going to talk about all the different benefits. For sure. Really, really cool stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So on the rare chance that we invite a couple up to our room, them enjoying the room, well, that's just a bonus. Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, listen, we do it for us, yeah, but we know that it's going to help us in our transitions and everything else. And we're going to get into it. We have some bullet points here that we're going to go through briefly. Yeah. Yeah. And we're going to make sure you guys understand this. I mean, that's right. Yeah. I mean, we've always done this. Even when we would, yeah, when we'd go to Vegas before pre lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh We'd set up our room anyway. All the time. We always had candles. We we always had mood bulbs, mood lighting, things like that. Dude, I used to go. And bring actual candlesticks and actual pillar candles. I know. Right? Like, I went way overboard. But even when we would travel with the kids. Absolutely. We'd have nannies, right? Well, yeah. Tell them usually how it would work. Because we'd have our own room. Oh, sure. So, we would get two rooms. Yeah. And the nanny or nannies. Sometimes on a separate floor or separate wing. <laughs> yeah. And we would say. ask, yeah, either they'd be at the wind, we'd be on the encore side, <laughs> yeah. or we'd be on a totally different floor. Mm-hmm. We'd put them in the tower suites and we'd go to the, you know, the regular side. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, most families will try to get a room that had an adjoining door in between. Fuck that. No. We want some distance. <laughs> I know. You know? Right. So the nanny or nannies <laughs> would take the kids to one room. That's right. And then we would have our own room just for the two of us. And we would set up our bar. We would set up lights, candles, you know, speakers, everything That's we're right. going to tell you how to do in this yeah. episode. And again, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about the triple uh, S knockout punch mm-hmm. and the other technique, which is called the EFT strategy. Yeah. All right. It's going to make sure. a lot of sense, but you're going to learn how to basically affect the mood. Mm-hmm. of your swinger friends. Definitely. And what's important about this is that the psychology of people's moods, their emotions is very deep. But we're going to keep it simple for you guys. We're going to make sure that the most cerebral person, you know, the scholar types, yeah. that those folks understand this. Not like me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> All the way to, you know, the naco guy like Felipe the Inseminator. Oh, dude, he's a full on, he's a full on chunti, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Chuntaro. Chuntaro. That's another word. <laughs> right. So everybody needs to understand this concept yeah. because it is very powerful. And you guys have massive power, but most of you don't know how to flex it. Yeah. We well, haven't been taught yet. Yeah. Well, not yet. Exactly. But by the time we're done with this episode, you will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So you're going to be far more powerful and effective with lifestyle transitions and playtime than you ever have before. In the past, my husband has talked about the proscenium arch, right? Yeah, and for the theater. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Very so powerful. powerful. Oh, my gosh. Go ahead and review that real quick, sweetie. Yeah, the proscenium arch is important. I want you guys to imagine you're going into a theater performance and you're walking into the theater, the mm-hmm. lobby. Yes. Maybe you're watching a musical mm-hmm. like uh, Phantom of the Opera, Les Mis, mm-hmm. Miss Saigon. Oh. What's another big favorite, sweetie? Wicked, Cats. Absolutely. Yeah. Just imagine you're showing up, you're dressed up, it's nighttime. Yes. You're about to watch a performance. Mm-hmm. You enter, you already know the songs, you've been reviewing the oh. storyline, right? Yes. You're excited already. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is the same feeling that a swinger is going to feel. When they're walking up to your room. Oh, there's all this anticipation building up to it. Yeah. So the proscenium arch is basically the frame around the stage Mm -hmm. that you see when you're sitting from the audience's perspective. Yeah. You're looking at the stage. That frame around it is the proscenium. Mm -hmm. Nice proscenium arch. And then right below it is usually the orchestra. Yes. Right. And Uh the players on the stage are being framed by this. Yes. All the lights are hidden, everything else is there. It's beautiful. Ready to set the mood for all of your different scenes and to tell you a beautiful story. Mm-hmm. Correct. I want you to picture that the proscenium arch is a lens mm-hmm. by which your sexy friends view you 
as if they were the audience and you are on stage. Yes. Why? Because we're always on stage. Oh, yeah. Right? And we all have characters. And we've said this before. You mm-hmm. need to develop your character. Check this out, guys. Yeah. Your sexies are going to strike a mood depending on, like, the theater performance. Sure. What kind of lights do you set up? Mm-hmm. Where's the spotlight? Where right. do you want them to pay attention? Yes. The music. Everything drives a mood. Sweetie, we've gone to performances, LA Opera. Oh, yeah. Musical theater, Seagerstrom Hall. Oh. Sometimes you don't even understand the language because it's in French or it's well, in Italian. That's right. And you're in tears. I. Because of the emotion. I get overcome with emotion. This is beautiful music. It's beautiful. And especially, and I'm, <laughs> I'm getting a little emotional thinking about this now because you introduced me to musical theater and. We have had so many amazing memories together. Our kids are spoiled. I know. Our kids have seen like pretty much every show. Multiple times. Yeah. Right? Tell them about Phantom of the Opera in Vegas. Oh. Who did we sit like right behind? <laughs> Sir Andrew Lloyd Webber. Yeah. Yeah. We got invited to the, <sighs> basically the premiere night right after tech rehearsals. Right. Uh, for, that um, was so amazing. Yeah. The Phantom Spectacular, they called it mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. At the Venetian. Yes. so every time we've gone to the theater since then it carries with it very powerful emotional anchors but here's the deal here's what you're saying to the audience right now yeah that you get overcome with emotions Mm -hmm. based on the music the sights the sounds and the feelings that you Mm -hmm. attach to what they're doing on stage correct yes and i associate every time we've been to the theater yeah with those powerful romantic Amazing memories yeah. that we've created together. I appreciate you know that. I mean? Yeah. Thank you. Thank and you. I, mean, I think the point that my lady's trying to make here is mm-hmm. that there are a lot of emotions attached to experiences that you already have. Right. And so what we want to get you to understand is the following. You're going to use people's emotions that mm-hmm. they already have yes. for certain music, certain visuals, yes. and certain sense. Right. And you're going to use their emotions to your advantage. It might sound sneaky, (laughs) because it is, (laughs) but it's not your fault. It's not like you're being conniving and destructive and you want to use it for bad. Right. All you're doing is tapping into their gestalt, their collection of memories that they have in their psyche, on their consciousness, deep in their subconscious, Mm -hmm. and you're going to be able to pull those emotions out to put them into another sexy mood. Correct. Just like the theater does. Yes. Just like we, when you're at the carnival and you smell the cotton candy. Mm-hmm. What else, sweetie? What else uh, is very powerful? Popcorn. Right? Sense. Oh, definitely. Sense. And the visuals you get, the sights that you're seeing. Ferris wheel. You know. At all the these, carnival. Yes. Or at Vegas. Right, Or right. different places, right? The balloons. It takes you back to some emotional times that you've had. And yeah. you know what? When you take your friends up to your room, when you open the door to your hotel room, you're pulling back the curtain. You're showing them your proscenium arch. Correct. And it doesn't matter if they are friends that you've put in the friend zone, right? Just social lifestyle buddies or people that you want to get naked with. Yeah. They're both going to be hit with emotions when they enter your room. Yeah. So, Again, use the proscenium arch. Yeah, use as, the frame and the lens. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. L- listen, your sexy friends are viewing you through this lens. Correct. They are judging you. Yeah. They're already assessing how you're dressed. Mm-hmm. They're already complaining that you didn't dress up 
And you can now redeem yourself when you take them to a really cool room. That's right. They'll tend to forget the rest of the stuff. Exactly. But if everything is shit, then they might just run. Right. Right. Yeah. So, dude, when your guests enter your room, are they going to say, ooh, oh, I love it in here. This is amazing. Sight, sound, sense. It's naughty time. Right. It's naked time. It's naked time. (laughs) Sexy time. It's fucking time. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Or are they going to say, Oh, what the fuck is that smell? Right. I got to get out of here right now. Your sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get the fuck out of here. Right. <laughs> Guys, your sexy guests are going to make a decision mm-hmm. when they enter your room. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hopefully you're dressed well. Hopefully you have good play, good communication, yep. good game. And when you all go to your room, that's the panty dropper. Yeah. Because everything has been good. That's but sometimes a room it. can save you. Mm-hmm. If you've Definitely. been shit with everything else, yep. your room can be the saving grace. That's right. right? So before we go any further, yeah. we should discuss the sensual sanctuary, right? Well, let's absolutely discuss it. Yeah. We've used the word a few times already, and we want people to know what we're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Do you need um, some help with the definition, sweetie? I would love some help. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll give you some help. Yes, please. Let me give it to you. Mm. Oh, my God. Open your piernas. Nice. Open your mind. Mm-hmm. See what I have here? I see it. The Leather-Bound Perverted Dictionary. I love it. Oh. Escuchas? I see. You know what I'm saying? Mm. This old book, when it's not in the studio, it's loaned out to Freemasonic lodges worldwide. Mm-hmm. It was recently at the Scottish Rite Cathedral in Washington, D.C. Mm. Candidates... Read from it inside the chamber of reflection before receiving degree rituals. Mm. This leather-bound perverted dictionary will bring enlightenment to our listeners. That's right. With the help of my little beautiful boo. Oh, gracias, mi amor. Échale, güey. Hey, okay. <laughs> so the Sensual Sanctuary is the Priory Society code name for a playroom that has been transformed into a sexy environment. Now, you can create a sanctuary anywhere, really, at a hotel, a resort, at your home, maybe the master bedroom or the spare bedroom, or even an RV. The location doesn't matter, but what this means is that you'll just need to make a few changes, and they're simple, but they have massive benefits because they improve the sexiness level of an ordinary room. And what happens is, when you make these modifications, it's going to help your sexy guests get into a sexy mood, okay, and ultimately make it easier for them to get naked which is what most people are trying to do in the lifestyle. So we're going to help you out by discussing some critical components throughout this episode. We'll talk about the three elements inside what we call the EFT strategy, and that stands for effort, flattering, and transitions. We'll share that strategy in just a bit. You'll also realize that a properly set up room, a room set up in the Priory Society fashion, will always use a technique called the Triple S Knockout Punch. And Triple S means your sights, sense, and sounds. Again, we'll discuss all that in just a moment. We're going to go through them thoroughly. We'll break it down for you guys so you know exactly what you'll need to do. Sweetie, do you have anything else you want to add here? Yes, absolutely. I just realized that there are a lot of S's in this name and description. Uh-huh. All right. Triple S, knockout punch, sights, scents, sounds, sensual sanctuary. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Dude, if you have a lisp, uh-huh. you're going to have a hard time. You know uh, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's, it, that's true. Uh, right? Yeah. Have you guys heard of Aerith Isis Sensual Sanctuary? <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to be fucked, man. 
<laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's the technique right there. Yeah. <laughs> Get the central thing for Larry. Yeah, be careful, dude. All right. How are you well, going to describe that to your sexy friends, man? So and sound sexy at the same time. I, I know it's a, it's going to be a little hard for someone with a lisp to explain that. But what I'm saying. Why don't you help us use the phrase in a sentence so we can understand it better? I'll do it for the third time. Okay, go ahead. Have you heard of Eroth and Ithith Central Sanctuary? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dude, shit. I told you in high school, uh-huh. I had a really bad lisp. Yeah. Like, if you, you did. didn't know me, you would have thought that I just got imported from Spain. Dang. No, it was bad, man. <laughs> I had speech therapy every single day, junior high and high school. They'd pull me out of class. Yeah. I'd go study with a woman every single day. Right, right. And I would read out of like a third grade book, Dr. Seuss. Right, I it know. Was, yeah, but I wasn't in third grade. No. <laughs> it was like in ninth grade. <laughs> but uh-huh. uh, yeah, no, seriously. I mean, look, I don't want to make fun of anyone that has a list because right. look at Enrique Iglesias. Oh, yeah. You're just going to sound more gay, dude. That's straight up what I had to do. I know. You worked really hard. And sometimes I have it again. <laughs> sometimes it comes out. Like right now. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, the fancy fancy, right? You know what I'm saying? Okay. No, yeah. l- listen, let's talk about this issue, man. Yeah. We see it in Swingland all the time. I know. We have met a lot of people and we've been to their rooms on occasion. Dude, most swingers that we've encountered, they don't really alter their rooms. At all. Uh, yeah, I know. And I don't know why. They keep them stuck. 100% stuck. Dude. Yeah, it's, they're all lit up yep. like the inside of a Walmart. It's terrible. Yeah. It's not sexy at all. And the worst part is that most hotels, mm-hmm. there's been a huge movement for landlords and hotel franchisees mm-hmm. to go to these special bulbs, you know, the curly bulbs, the fluorescent, energy savers, mm-hmm. LEDs. Yep. And they want to save cash on utility bills. Exactly. And we're going to talk about this when we get to the light section. Definitely. Yeah, but it's important, man, because those bulbs are not flattering. Uh, they are not sexy at all. In fact, they make people look worse. Yeah. Um, like, but- I barely make it in the lifestyle <laughs> with my looks. That's not true. I tell people, I, sweetie, I tell you all the time, Aww. I look better in the dark. Okay, well, okay? most people look better in the dark. I look better if they drink more. <laughs> yeah, That's you, what I'm saying. I know. You said that before. So soft lighting is important. I know. So here's a question for you guys. If you can minimize the appearance of cellulite, acne, wrinkles, or whatever, why wouldn't you do it? I mean, why wouldn't you make everybody more good looking? Right. right? You want soft lighting, guys. Oh, yeah. Soft is romantic. Mm -hmm. Dim lights. They have an anchor. Remember, we were talking about the psychological triggers that people have Mm -hmm. with their past. Yes. Past experiences and so forth. Dim lights have a huge anchor of being in a nice place. Yes, they do. And so you want to tap into that. Oh, But yeah. dude, it's not just the lighting that's the issue. On top of that, mm-hmm. people go into their rooms mm-hmm. and then you add your travel bags, right. your clothes, trash, clutter. Oh, yeah. Your leftover lunch. Exactly. Suddenly that room is not as sexy as it could be. Yes, that's right. That's why we teach our Priory Society podcast listeners to transform their hotel rooms into a sexy environment. Yes. Rooms, the way they exist, 100% stock, mm-hmm. are not very sexy. Exactly. So we've actually done a number of posts on Twitter and Instagram. And yeah, we take pictures of our rooms. Yeah, pictures, quick videos, walkthroughs. That's right. Yeah. But they limit you to a minute or two minutes. Exactly. So that's why we had to do this episode. Because yes. those little quick clips that we do, they're not enough to give you a full training. Right. So if you go through our social media posts, you'll see that we always upload pics of our hotel rooms. I mean, other random stuff too, but you'll see all of our sexy rooms at the Mandalay Bay, the Park MGM, or the Bellagio, anywhere we're staying in Las Vegas. Yeah, the, our bars and yeah. the rooms, the colored bulbs, all that stuff. The lighting, how cool it is. Yep. What's, what's our handle on Instagram and on Twitter? It's the same thing. 
It's Priory Society. Yeah, just like that. Priory Society. Easy. And the cool thing about those transformations is that they only took like 10 minutes. Yeah, it's very short. Yeah. It's very little effort. (laughs) Exactly. This is why I'm always amazed that people don't do this. I know. Our listeners do it, and they're getting a lot of play, dude. Oh. No, seriously. Guys, we're going to upload some of their pictures. On yeah. <laughs> the, why don't we do it on the show notes? Yeah, good I'll take idea. a screen capture or a copy of their picture, mm-hmm. and I'll put it in there. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab a few, right? So people can see the cool stuff that our listeners are doing <laughs> with the rooms. Oh, they look great. Oh, we love getting those pictures and yeah. the feedback from you guys, oh, dude. They keep telling us that, dude, it's working. This is a hit. We love I it. I got laid. Yeah. <laughs> it was beautiful. We took a lot of sexy pictures. Yes. for their social media profiles. Mm-hmm perfect to take pictures right in the beautiful lighting yeah so in this episode we'll give you reasons why you should start putting some effort into creating a sexy environment for your guests and you're also going to get some actionable items i mean things you can do immediately that are going to help you create a sensual sanctuary for you and your future playmates oh yeah very important (laughs) stuff guys so sweetie how would you say sensual sanctuary if you were from spain let me go to ninth grade yeah is that what you want me to do do it all right. Um, how about I do a more gay version of Enrique Iglesias? Right? <laughs> okay. Oh, si, sí, mira. ¿Cómo te gustaría entrar a mi habitación? Uh-huh. Estilo Central Sanctuary y pasar un tiempo agradable. <laughs> <laughs> that was right? great. Yeah. Yeah. Why'd you make me do that? I, I think you just you wanted want, to hear it. Want to make me look stupid? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's fucking hot in here, dude. Is it AC on? I triggered it. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I just got too gay for a moment. I got hot. (laughs) My sphincter is pulsating. You had a hot flash. (laughs) All right. So, guys, think about something here. Pay attention to the billion-dollar industries. You know, nightclubs, live concerts, entertainment venues, TV and film. Lighting is everything. Fancy restaurants, they do the same thing. Fancy steakhouses, right? Dim lights. Mm -hmm. Little candlelight. Absolutely. Or they simulate it with a tiny LED flickering thing. Yeah, they're creating an atmosphere, yep. right? So go back to the last time you visited a hometown buffet. Horrible. <laughs> How was the lighting? Last time I went there, I can't even remember. It's been so long. <laughs> you blocked it Why out. would I go there? I know. <laughs> In-N-Out Burger. Oh. Right? Yes. Five Guys Burgers. Mm. Horrible. They're the worst. The lighting is terrible. Yeah. Two things with these fast food restaurants. Number one, the AC is very cold. And the lighting is horrible because mm-hmm. they don't want you to hang out there. It's turn and burn. It's a restaurant term, right? Right. Pay me for your burger and get the fuck out. Clear I don't my table. To, I don't want you to linger here. Yes. Don't pull out your laptop and shit. Exactly. That, you know what I mean? Right. They're very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. You don't want your room to elicit that type of feeling. Exactly. The feeling that says, ugh, it feels nasty in here. Mm-hmm. I mean, get out of here. And yes. not nasty in a good way. Yeah. Nasty as in awful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. Your guests are going to want to leave. Yeah, they're going to want it to end yeah, as soon as possible. Don't give them the hometown buffet feeling. Yeah, exactly. We spoke earlier in this episode about how people have these emotionally charged memories, right? We all do, yeah. Yeah, they're already there. All you need to do is tap into them. Yeah. Okay? Get into the gestalt. Yes, definitely. It's very powerful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a huge technique. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's pretty advanced, actually, but we're going to make it very easy for you to understand here. Right. So think about the time where you were at a really nice dinner. I remember early when we first started dating, how you took me to this really nice dinner. And it wasn't the first date. We met really casually at first, but it was within like the first week of when we met. Yeah. And... You were asking me what kind of wine that I liked, and you had the right. wine at the dinner. 
Right. Right. <laughs> and right. I knew that I realized that if they didn't have the wine there, you were going to bring a bottle or two with you yeah. and pay, just pay the corkage yeah, so course. that I could enjoy it. And the fireplace was going. The lights were dim. Yeah. Steakhouse, dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I had a really nice experience at that dinner because of the scene, not just because I was with you. Right. I mean, you made it happen, but. The it was entire, dim. Yeah. It was romantic. It was very romantic. The entire ambiance was just perfect. The service was amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. It was almost like white glove service. Yes. Yeah. Right. So, so that dinner created a really fond memory for me. And every time I walk into a nice restaurant with my husband and we're having a similar experience, those emotions come back up again. Those positive associations right. are there. So I challenge you to think of a nice dinner that you went to. I mean, was it with someone you really loved? Maybe it was a graduation dinner and right. you were at a nice place. The lights were dim. The food was great. You That's had right. great service, great company, and you were really happy in that moment. Well, also, memories are generally linked mm -hmm. to a spike to an emotionally triggered event. Right. And you tend to go back to those memories based on something you see, hear, and feel. Yeah. Right? Or smell. Right. Right? Definitely. And so that's what we're going to challenge you guys to create in your hotel rooms right. and in your playrooms, wherever they may be, mm -hmm. at resorts or at home, is to tap into those psychological triggers that people already have. Right. Use them to your advantage. Put them in what we call state. Exactly. You're affecting state control. Definitely. So let me give you another example, guys. Imagine you're on vacation. You're at a nice beach somewhere. Maybe you're laying poolside at a resort or Las Vegas. You're in the sun. You put some suntan lotion on, Hawaiian Tropic. And of course, you know, that smells like coconut, vanilla, banana. And the other cheap ass one. Yeah, banana boat, right? Yeah. <laughs> And those scents, when you smell them at a later date, they have the power to transport you back to that time when you were having fun with your loved ones, your family, maybe your bull, maybe a, a couple that you're dating in the lifestyle. They have the power to transport you back there and associate with the feeling of being on vacation, being liberated, oh, yeah. and just having a good time. Dude, I'm transported right now to the... Grand Wailea in Maui. Ooh. So I got my drink too. Yes. Mas Mictors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the Grand Wailea is a, is a beautiful place. Or the Ritz Carlton Kapalua. Yeah, right? Yeah. You know, if you're a golfer, you yeah. like to be there. What's important here is that when you create your sensual sanctuary, you can transport yourself and your guests back to those amazing times with a $10 candle. All those scents have the power to transport you back to a time when you were on vacation, feeling liberated, feeling free, relaxed. Yeah, feeling sexy. Oh, yeah. Just super happy. Freedom. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And in the lifestyle, when you create a sensual sanctuary, using scents like that in your room will help you and your sexy guests transport themselves and yourselves to a time when you were having really fond memories of being out Right. And, Frolicking, you know. Well, yeah, and you also don't have to spend thousands of dollars to get into the Grand Wailea in Maui. Exactly. To get into the mood. Yeah. Right? Right. It's take, so easy. Take the cheap route, man. Yeah. <laughs> get yourself a coconut candle. Dude, I put some Hawaiian Tropic on my body sometimes. Yes. And yeah. generally I have it on me because we've had it on during the day at the pool at these events. Exactly. Yeah. At these takeover events. Right. Right? Or at resorts. At the pool parties, all that stuff. So yeah. you're emitting the resort scent even mm -hmm. at the party. And the good thing about this is that there are some people that are very slow to get to play. They have to get out of the 
kid zone, work zone. Yes. And some people take one, two or three days to feel like they're on vacation, to feel liberated, to feel sexy. Right. They're all worried about home. They're checking their emails. They're making sure the kids are checking the cameras at home. Yep. So you're going to have to help get them transported quickly. Exactly. And use that to your benefit. Right. So you're helping them make that switch to vacation mode. And by making just the small changes to your play space, your benefits are massive. So we're going to talk about the three simple reasons why all of you should set up your hotel rooms for success. And that's using the EFT strategy, which stands for effort, flattering and transitions. So first, we're talking about effort. One of the things that I've found disappointing in the lifestyle is that most lifestylers don't put very much effort into altering their rooms. And I don't know why they don't do it. It's like they don't care. They're lazy, dude. Yeah, that's true. They are lazy. But when you put a little effort into creating a sexy space in your room, you show people that you care about yourself, that you care about your playmates and their experience while they're with you. So we believe that you should always go above and beyond the call of duty to create a sensual sanctuary. like Sensual sanctuary. <laughs> you know I'm going to do that every fucking time. <laughs> oh, great. I have to be more breathy, though. <laughs> okay, do it breathy. Okay, you do your phrase okay. that has impact, and I'll yeah. come in and say it's stupid. All right. More breathy this time. Okay. So we believe that you should always go above and beyond the call of duty to create a sensual sanctuary. Sensual sanctuary. No, that's worse. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that you should create a sensual sanctuary that facilitates playtime, right? So we already talked about people needing time to make that mental switch from being back home or at work uh, to being on vacation and having fun, right? Look, you're going to be remembered fondly. Oh, yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah, definitely. So you can do more fondling. <laughs> you know what the issue is with a lot of people, especially the advanced swingers. When uh-huh. I say advanced, that just means people that have been doing it for a while. For, yeah. I'm not sure. saying they fuck a lot or anything. Let's just say seasoned swingers. Okay. Yeah. A lot of times they actually will laugh or make fun of people that go all out because they'll say something like, oh, you're emitting a, a newbie vibe. Oh, what are you true. doing? You're, you're like a little rapey. You're trying too hard. You're trying you know? way too hard, man. You're going to freak people out. They're going to come into your room and say, what? What is all this? They mm-hmm. want to fuck, I bet you. Yeah. Right? No, and we have that. We've had messages, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about them before the episode's out. Yes. Towards the end. Right. We had one listener. We're going to highlight that particular message mm-hmm. that said that someone told them, you seem like a newbie. By setting up your room like this. I know. You seem like you're trying too hard by setting up your room like this. Exactly. And we'll tell you what the payoff was. Right. (laughs) And they did not end up with the couple that was the negative Nelly. Exactly. They ended up with another couple who was blown away by the room. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you all about it, guys. Right. Pretty, pretty cool. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, when you are putting effort into creating a sensual play space for you, there are different levels. You don't have to use... Every single light bulb that you own every time, right? Right. We have a light kit and yeah. it's a light bulb bag, basically. Yes. Right? Light kit sounds fancy. <laughs> you, a, you said it in one of the other episodes. You said, we have a light kit. And I'm like, what are you talking about light kit? It sounds too fancy. Right. It's a duffel bag filled with light bulbs. Exactly. Right? <laughs> and attachments and, and extension cords right. and uh, power strips and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so we'll have our quote unquote light kit. Yes. <laughs> and sometimes we'll use only three elements from that light kit. Exactly. And if it's a two bedroom suite, then we'll use maybe all of the lights and all of the bulbs and all of the light bases and all that stuff. Right. But there are different levels of essential sanctuary. Oh, yeah. Can you get away with a single bulb? If it's an emergency and if you only have five minutes and you're fucking running late and that's all you can do, yeah. that's your fucking fault. Right. 
you didn't do a good job. Yeah. Right? You need to plan your time better. Exactly. Especially if you have the gear with you. Yep. I would just tell the people, hey, give me 10 minutes. Yeah. Let me set this baby up real <laughs> right. good, right? And so we do that. Sometimes we do a very light version of oh, the yeah. sanctuary. Oh, We're yeah. going to talk about that in just a moment. Definitely. But the thing about putting effort is that it just creates a massive impact. And like we said, it only takes a few minutes yeah. to transform a room. Dude, you'll get like 100% results. Oh, yeah. By doing very little. Exactly. So let's go to the next part of the EFT strategy, which would be flattering. Can I just mention one thing that has to do with effort? Of course. When you make effort, when you put in some good effort, mm-hmm. people recognize that. Oh, yeah. They're going to know that you're actually trying hard. Yes. And I'm not saying that they're going to pity fuck you because you put in a lot of effort. Right. And they're just going to do something with you yeah. because you tried really hard. Uh-huh. But what I am saying is that you're going to stand out when they're comparing couples that they've met over the course of the day Mm -hmm. and they've seen three rooms that are shit and they remember your room that has a nice environment. Right. You're going to stand out from the crowd. Oh, yeah. And that's all you want. Yeah. Because at these events, lifestyle takeovers, resorts, perhaps a swinger event, Mm -hmm. all you're doing is you're sorting, sifting and separating and you're putting everyone in a hierarchy. Yeah. And those people will place you higher on their list of values of target couples. Exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> that's a simple way to put it. You're going to sure. piss off the people who are like, don't call me a, a target. target. <laughs> it's like, dude, you're b- either being targeted. Right. You're being assessed. Right. And you're absolutely being judged, mm-hmm. fucker. Oh, yeah. <laughs> within a few seconds. Mm-hmm. So if you don't want to believe that you're being judged, that's your fucking fantasy that you're living. Yeah. Because everyone's judging everyone. Right. Okay. Yeah. The guy in the hoodie, when I'm coming out of the grocery store, yeah, I don't care if he's a multimillionaire. I'm not going to walk right next to that asshole. Sure. Right? I'm going to oh, yeah. fucking get ready to pull my gun out. Dang. I judged that fucker. Oh, yeah. I don't know if he's dangerous. All I know is he has a hoodie. Right. He well, could be a pastor. I know. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. So everyone's judging you guys. Yes. You, you're showing up with your fucking fancy sunglasses and that, you know, the angry scowl on your face. Mm-hmm. You might be deemed someone who's arrogant. Yes. Right? Yeah, definitely. So again, everyone's judging everyone. All you're trying to do is stand out and to stand out favorably. That's right. So that you can have best chances of ending up with that choice couple that you're looking at. Yeah, that's right. So putting a little effort is going to work to your advantage. Yeah. So let's talk about the second part of the EFT strategy, which is flattering. Using soft lighting is absolutely essential to bring out the best aesthetics in people. I mean, we've already talked about how soft lighting is romantic and how dim lights have a very powerful anchor of being in a nice place. Yeah, soft lighting also makes me look more handsome. (laughs) It's an illusion. I need to be in the dark. Become more attractive. What happens is when you have soft lighting in your room, It allows people to turn back the clocks. The fine wrinkles disappear. I mean, people tend to look 10 years younger when they're in sexy lighting. So when you can boost somebody's confidence, you help them become the best version of themselves while they're in your company. Do you guys remember the last nightclub you went to? There were lasers, light beams, spinning lights, music. It was fun. It was electric. Maybe you went to a music festival like EDC or Tomorrowland. Yeah, they spend millions of dollars in light design. Oh, my God. Their light shows are amazing. And Do they want to put you in state? Absolutely. And they spend tons of money on the light design because it puts you in the right state. It puts you in the mood. So use soft lighting 
sexy lighting to create a flattering atmosphere in your room so that people associate being in a nice party vibe, a, a nice state with being with you in your room, hanging out together, having fun, maybe doing some sexy playtime, doing a soft swap, a full swap, whatever you have in mind for that evening, they can basically surrender to the scene. The next part of the EFT strategy is transitions. And with the help of my sexy husband, he's going to explain to you what that's all about. All right. First, I'm going to have a drink. Mm. Salud, oh, yeah. Salud, mi amor. Mm. Oh. Some of the biggest questions that are sent in to us are about how to have effective transitions. Oh, yeah. How to move from the talk to playtime. Mm-hmm. How to move from an email to let's meet for drinks. Yeah. The big secret. And my lady was flowing beautifully in the segment on flattering right Mm. before this you don't have to make any special moves right that's the biggest secret when you create a sensual atmosphere your playmates are going to meet you halfway yes your job is to set the stage we mentioned earlier the proscenium arch Mm -hmm. you need to help put them into a sexy mood now everything's going to become way easier when everyone's relaxed And everyone's feeling confident. They're feeling good about themselves. If you make them feel sexy, they may just give you the sex. All right. (laughs) Listen, if they feel sexy, they're going to give you the anus, dude. Dang. Yeah. The balloon nut. (laughs) Right. (laughs) In just a moment, we're going to help you improve your rooms using the triple S knockout punch. Oh, yeah. We're going to describe what that is. Right. But first, we want to celebrate you guys. Our listeners. This is a segment called Listener Shoutouts. Hey, sexies. This is Mrs. Soprano, and I wanted to call and give you guys a shout out as I am a huge fan of the show, which you guys know. Mr. Soprano and I are huge fans of the show, and we're fairly new to the lifestyle. We've been through all of the different podcasts, and right now we're listening to your guys' exclusively. We just tend to relate to your guys' a little bit more. You guys are definitely more practical. You're funny. You appeal to both newbies in the lifestyle as well as the more experienced that may just need to up their game. And you guys tend to take things more in stride, whether it be a good date that you had or something that ended up in a three-part episode saga, which is one of our favorites, by the way. But I wanted to tell you guys to keep up the great work. You definitely have a lot of loyal listeners. And as you guys always say, the lifestyle is about marketing yourself. So here it goes. You can find us on Cassidy and SLS as The Sopranos. So if anyone wants to stop by and say hello, the more the merrier. Thanks again. Hugs and kisses from Ohio. Thank you, Mrs. Soprano. We have seen your pictures and you are very sexy. I want to get with her. (laughs) We can't wait to meet you. (laughs) She has a picture of her laying on her tummy with her booty. And the silhouette and standing up a little bit. Oh, it looks good. Looking at that, I was like, oh. <laughs> so thank you. We really enjoyed hearing from you. This next listener shout out came in by email and it's from phenomenal beep at gmail.com. Yeah. Keep it private. <laughs> exactly. All right. The subject line says first time and here's the message. 
Me and my wife had been discussing joining the lifestyle for months and in doing research, discovered your podcast. Finding your informative platform was a godsend. In a few short episodes, we took a leap of faith and RSVP'd for our first event. The hosts of the event were surprised that we were as prepared as we were, but they didn't know about our secret weapon, the Priory Society podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> your podcast went a long way in preparing us and avoiding first-time pitfalls. We knew what to expect, had our rules, and stuck to the plan we developed based on your outlines. We are excited about where the future will take us, and you both were instrumental in that. This was Listener Shoutouts. That's so awesome. Yeah, that was really cool. I enjoyed reading that. Yes. You sent me that. I was so, so grateful to have read that. I know. We we said uh, we have to include this on the next episode. Yeah, it was very cool feedback. Yeah, right? It was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And for the rest of you, if you would like to be featured in this segment, please start by giving us a five-star rating in Apple Podcasts or on your favorite podcast platform. Write a few sentences telling us why you like the show, how we've helped you, what you've learned. Yeah, good stuff. Also, if you want to be featured in the audio segment, mm-hmm. if you want us to play your voice, go to our website, PriorySociety.com. There's a red button on the right-hand side. Click it, and then a recorder pops up. You can do it on yeah. your phone. You can do it on your PC. You don't need fancy equipment. You just basically start talking. You're going to be able to hear your message before you submit it, and then it gets sent to us. Yeah. Now, if you stumble, if you fumble, if you stutter, we're going to make you sound good. Yes. <laughs> so we'll clean it up a little bit to right. make you guys sound awesome. Okay. So don't worry about that. For Just sure. speak from your heart. Let us know what you love. Mm-hmm. Let us know what parts are memorable for you, your yeah. favorite parts. Yeah. And that way we can reach more people and ultimately help more people. And that's why we do this podcast is to help as many people in the lifestyle as possible. So let's continue on with our main topic and let's give you a quick cheat sheet to get you started improving your sensual sanctuaries with the triple S knockout punch. And again, the three S's stand for sights, scents, and sounds. Okay, sexies, that concludes part one of this three-part series on setting up your swinger playroom for success. So go to the next episode where we continue with the training on setting up your sensual sanctuary. (laughs) (laughs) You will learn the strategy that we call the triple S knockout punch. That's a good one. I love it. And because it encourages your sexy guests to get naked. That's right. And that's the goal many times. Well, not just to make friends. (laughs) So we'll see you on the next episode, sexy. Bye. Bye, guys. Love. Enlightenment. Pleasure. Discover your pleasure.